0: Hello, welcome back to Thinking About It. I'm uh, Bob McGregor from Grandview Baptist Church here in Kitchener, and I'm with my brother...
1: Stan Fowler, also from Grandview Church here in Kitchener.
0: And uh, Stan continues to be Professor Emeritus at Heritage Theological Seminary, and uh, that's our Particular blessing here at Grandview. Stan, uh, we like to think about things. This is called Thinking About It, and a lot of people that we meet are thinking about this cancel culture or the way that we reflect on the past. Statues of John A. MacDonald are being taken down uh, here in Canada, much more in the States. And I thought we would talk about as Christians um, how are we to respond to this? How do we reflect on our own? statues or at least people in our past that we've immortalized
1: well it's a really relevant question right now isn't it? i mean everybody's talking about it it it's um it's in the news it's in print Mm -hmm. form it's on tv and radio everybody's talking about it and uh, the issues are different of course in the usa and canada but it's it's a relevant topic in both places it's quite fascinating i as i as I look, for example, at the scene in the USA across the border, a lot of the concern there has to do with statues of those who were leaders of the Confederacy, the South, during the Civil War. And and it's quite understandable why, uh, why there would be concern about celebrating via statues those like Robert E. Lee, who was the, the leading general trying to, uh, tear apart the United States. I'm, I'm
0: wondering how they got there in the first place in that context. Uh, someone put them up there and they've not been contested up until now. I don't well, know. Well,
1: in the in the southern USA, for the longest time, even after the Civil War, there was this sense of that lost cause that somehow there was something good about that desire for states' rights. And, and there was a, a lingering kind of fascination with, appreciation for, um, the Confederacy. Uh, it's north of the border here. It's, it's, it's not something that we, we easily understand, but that was a long time thing. And was racism
0: like intertwined with that Southern, the South will rise again, or, or was it something, uh, other than racism and slavery?
1: Well, racism, uh, the whole question of slavery was very much at the heart, of course, of the Civil War. I mean, that was the precipitating issue, really. Although it was often phrased in terms of states' rights, a kind of federalism yeah. versus a kind of unified state uh, at the national level. But there has there also been a, um, a, a continuing sense of Southern culture, and the significance of that and, and and somehow well up until up until the last few weeks the state flag of the state of Mississippi contained the confederate flag within it yeah. now now it's come down but uh, but much of the the concern of course is, is about the confederate leaders but also about others who were slaveholders mm-hmm. uh, back in the day and and some of the really famous significant people in American history, but if you start, if you're going to tear down every statue of someone who had slaves, well, you're going to tear down the Washington Monument. You're going to tear down the Jefferson Memorial.
0: Mount Rushmore's on the block.
1: There's Mount Rushmore. On on it goes, and um, and so one has to wonder. Well, okay, at at what point do do we stop? this i mean it, it, at what point does it really become crazy and, and counterproductive the list goes on
0: so what how do we live with this how do we live with our our heroes our our models in many ways knowing that like jesus says if you being evil know how to give good gifts you know so we've got evil sure. evil fathers fathers of confederation my own father, you're evil. We're evil. There's no way. There's no getting around that word. It's it's a real word for evil, and and yet Jesus says you do good things. Who would have thought? So can we imagine that the, the fathers of Confederation weren't perfect? Um, John Macdonald's involvement in residential schools and um, more, uh, but he did good things for Canada. Can we live with that?
1: Well, I think we have to. I mean, we have to recognize, certainly within a biblical worldview, we recognize that all of us human beings are, are flawed human beings. You don't want to use We're, the word evil, do you? Well, I'll, I'll <laughs> freely use it, of course. Jesus used it. Scripture uses it. We are, um, I mean, humans are sinful by nature. We we don't come into this world as a blank slate. We don't come into this world morally neutral. And it doesn't take kids long to demonstrate that. So why
0: do we expect otherwise? Why are people acting as if um, these people that we revere need to be sinless without spot? I mean, that's a
1: really good question, and I would say for which there is no good answer. I mean, it's 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 It doesn't seem fair. No, it's not. It's an irrationality. Uh, It fails to grapple with who we are as human beings, and we recognize that whatever praise anyone gets... They get it as a flawed human being with all sorts of faults. But um, in a biblical, I mean, look within, within Scripture. I mean, Abraham, the father of the faithful, mm-hmm. well, he was a flawed man, and he, he, went, he went off the path. He, he displayed mistrust in God's promises. I mean, for example, wasn't enough to have God's promise. He was going to give him a son and a great offspring. He had to take Sarah's advice and, and use a concubine yeah. to try mm-hmm. to fulfill the promise himself.
0: Let's cancel them.
1: Yeah, we'll cancel them. And then there's David, of course, who can be called in Scripture a man after God's own heart because of his fundamental orientation to to believe god 's promise to to obey god 's commands to to seek to serve God faithfully mm-hmm. in his time and place, and yet i mean the the biblical narrative paints a very frank and candid picture of david's flaws mm-hmm. and and the problems it brought to him and his family
0: and he was permitted, he was not permitted to build a temple because he was a man of war with blood on his hands
1: right so and yet And yet he's the one to whom God made his covenant promise Mm -hmm. about um, his son, who would in fact build that temple, and his ultimate son, who would rule the nations perfectly, Mm -hmm. Jesus the Messiah. So within Scripture, it's clear. All human beings are sinful by nature and choice. um, And yet we're called to honor those to whom honors due. Uh, we're called to recognize the good contributions that people make, and and so, if we're talking about Sir John A. Macdonald, and that statue that's been defaced and that people want taken down, you know, sits about ten minutes from my house. I mean, I I know where it is, and sure, there I I had no idea actually until recently, I, I suppose. How, how evil you could call some of mm-hmm. Sir John A. MacDonald's thinking mm-hmm. about the indigenous peoples yeah. and the residential schools. I mean, now I've seen some quotes and I'm thinking, whoa. And yet, yeah. and yet what he did to bring together a coalition of leaders, to, to, to bring together the conditions to create Canada as we know it, was an outstanding feat. Yeah. Not to mention, I mean, the railroad Across the country, to to in some way bring unity to what some have called an ungovernable land here, yeah. where a thin ribbon of population stretched all the way across the continent. So there was there was so much uh, that was good about what he did. We the flaws are there. Do we tear down the statues because the man had flaws? I would think no. But I, I understand why, why some people are offended.
0: And, and you wonder if um, the world back then, they were all different. They thought differently. Maybe racism was systemic uh, or deep, more deeply rooted. I mean, you think of Darwinian um, anthropology and how uh, people were taught to have a particular view of the races. And... We've progressed, and I think uh, had John A. continued to live to this day, uh, he would grow and, and think very differently about uh, the races today that he, he did back then. And yet he's not here to speak for himself.
1: Yeah. Um, so the statue is there, which reminds us of him, warts and all. I mean, it reminds us of the good that he did. Mm-hmm. And, and and some people, I understand, If if I were an indigenous Canadian, if I were member of the First Nations. Um, I, I'm sure I would see the, the Sir John A. MacDonald statue in a somewhat different light.
0: But the, you need a way of looking at it, though. You do. Because you, you, you have to live with this or tear it down. You do.
1: And at the heart of that concern, and, and I think the heart of related concerns, let's say in the USA, with regard to remembering particular figures of, of that nation's history is this idea that many people seem to have that I have a personal right to not be offended. I, I, I should not have to encounter anything that, that might cause me any kind of bad memory or anxiety. I mean, I, speaking in terms of race, I mean, we have the whole, the whole fact of the N-word, mm-hmm. which I won't use mm-hmm. here, although I'm tempted to, because I'm, I'm talking about it as a term that people ought not use, a term that people have used and do sometimes use to, to demean other persons because of their black skin. And yet, in our day, I, I can't even speak negatively about that word and actually say it. Right, right. Um, I mean, you're probably familiar with, I mean, the recent story, Wendy Mesley, uh, I mean, a longtime person on CBC, uh, TV, radio and TV, has been shoved aside from her position because twice in editorial planning type meetings, she actually said the N-word in a negative way. To express rejection of it's only, its, the only way you can its say use it. Yeah. And, and but the fact that she actually said the word out loud means that now she's been shoved aside from from her work at CBC. Um, a few weeks ago, as I sometimes do, I, I was I was I was working out in my basement on a Saturday morning, and I turned on Michael Smirkanish on CNN. Fascinating guy he talks to fascinating people. He was talking about that topic and he had on a, a professor of law at Harvard, I believe, one of the key Northeastern universities, who is a black man, talking about the use of the N-word. And so when, <laughs> when, when, when Michael asked him about the cancel culture and the way it's affected people who, who actually say the word out loud, uh, professors who've, who've been disciplined, for example, because they actually said the word, even in a historical sense, a negative sense. This black law professor began replying to all that, rejecting that kind of cancel culture, and he started using the N word. He said it several times, and Michael Smerconish said to him, "I'm, I'm, 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 I'm sitting here." Astonished at what you've done, and the man said, I'm talking about the word in a perfectly appropriate way. <laughs> you know, as a black, do I feel certain discomfort when I hear it? Well, yes, but we all ought to feel discomfort when we hear it. Feeling discomfort is not the worst thing that could happen to you mm-hmm. sometimes. To express ourselves properly and to grow as persons, we have to use words that do cause some discomfort.
0: It's amazing there are are no words that are sacred anymore. I mean, the F-bomb, you hear it all the time in certain circles. Yeah. But that's one word that no one can get away with saying. And I mean, I don't use the F-bomb words that I just won't say, and and that's one of them. But... um, it just seems there are no rules surrounding these words. Well, Stan, we are, we're almost out of time here. Um, do you want to add a few minutes to this conversation? I know that you just read an article. <laughs> well,
1: it's, it's on a little different feature of cancel culture. Uh, I might just mention it. In, this is July 9th, 2020. Today's National Post, there's a cover story about a recent open letter Signed by 150 very well-known people—academics, mm-hmm. writers, public intellectuals—J.K. Um, Rowling, Margaret Atwood, Michael Ignatieff, people like that—decrying cancel culture in the form of shutting down free speech, mm-hmm. shutting down people because they they hold unfashionable views. So it's happening in major universities where. For example, if if a speaker is invited who's going to express anti-abortion views, well, you know, that really gets can't, down. That can't be tolerated. No. Or, or other people who who express unpopular political views. Um, and these people are saying, somehow we have to recapture free speech. Somehow we have to recapture the, the fact that every one of us would say to other people, you know, you criticize me, disagree with me if you want, but let me, let me at least explain yeah, myself. Let's be liberal. Yeah, let's be liberal in the right sense. Mm-hmm. And so the fact they use the very term, they're saying we're, we're rapidly becoming an illiberal kind yeah. of democracy where we don't allow people to speak. How are any of us ever going to give up any errors that we hold unless we're open to hearing speech that we disagree yeah. with? And... Something as simple as the golden rule mm-hmm. would surely say I I I mean within certain obvious limits I should allow people to speak their mind and then we can dialogue, we can interact, we can debate. That's that's what that's what you do when you're an appropriately humble human being mm-hmm. who says I don't have the final words. On yeah, instead that, of okay.
0: labeling someone, you're this, so I'm not going to listen to you, and you have no right to speak because you're this. Well, who says you're that in the first place? Right. Well, Stan, uh, let's, uh, let's wind this down. Um, we'll maybe revisit this or other themes in our future podcast, but we're glad that you've been listening to us. We've been a few minutes over time, uh, but we will do that from time to time as we think about it. So I'm Bob McGregor. I'm Stan Fowler. Thanks for tuning in. God bless you. Keep on thinking.